mixer and creator you know. Choose from power tools, outdoor power equipment, mechanics tools, tool storage, and more. Shop in-store, online, or through our app. Because there are more ways to holiday at Lowe's. And a gift from Lowe's is a gift that leads to more. U.S. only. My dad served in Vietnam, the 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it. And my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern. But help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Well, thank you, New Orleans Saints. On their website... Jordan, go ahead. Thank you for sending that to me. Why don't you go ahead and just retweet it for everybody, and I'll do so as well. Saints, like the team themselves, putting out there the playoff possibilities, the playoff picture, where they stand going into the final three weeks of the season. Coming up later this hour, Coach Kenny Farrell will join us at um, at twelve thirty at one thirty. So. We can talk a little bit about the biannual possibilities of the World Cup. How do you feel about that here? We're also going to talk um, with you. You can call us at 800-998-1003. We'll hear from Dennis Allen, Marcus Davenport here as well, some Pell sound as well. They're going to be taking on the Trailblazers tonight. Damian Lillard, hamstring issue. He's questionable. So he's questionable to play tonight. Twitter day. thanks for holding on, sir, during the top of the hour break. How are you? Hey, gosh, happy holidays to you, brother. Happy holidays to you as well. A couple things. Um, uh, As far as the Saints go, um, I like a few things they did. Uh, It it was a great game. I'm going to be just like everybody else and honest. I didn't think we'd win the game. But it seems like I don't know what it is about lately with uh, Brady. He he throws interceptions with us or – the key players go down and it allows us to win. I mean, I'll right. be honest. I don't know if we win that game. If, uh, <laughs> oh well, right. If uh, the key players, you <laughs> know, I just just don't. I just don't see it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about uh, quarterbacks for next year. You know, you have been for a little bit. You know, I don't. I don't want Russell Wilson. Um, I'm gonna tell you why. Twenty sixth in the league in passing. He's got Lockett and uh, Metcalf. You don't have that here. Right. You don't have uh, an offensive line that's going to be healthy year-round. Because I'm going to tell you something. We're not healthy year-round. Yeah, but I will say this. But but just let me me throw this in there. You're right. Metcalf is better than most of the receivers that we got here for sure. 
and, and lock it. But th- their offensive line's terrible. Their offensive line, wh- whether our, ours are healthy or not, it's one of the points of contention. It's one of the reasons that so many people feel that uh, he, he may want to leave because they haven't protected him. He gets sacked a ton. And I promise you the Saints offensive line would be a massive upgrade to that. And and Twitter, Dave, kind of like I was talking about with the previous caller, you know, Billy Joe, I th- there is no way this team is not going to address the receiver issue next year and I think the tight end issue. I mean, there is no way they're not going to, you know, upgrade that some way, shape, or form. But to your point, you, know, you don't have it on paper right now, but that, that's a simple conversation you can have with a quarterback, whoever that might be, as to where you're going to go. There's no way they're coming back with what you have right now next year. There, there's no way that's happening. Oh, I don't want to pay the price tag. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's just, that's the other thing. I don't want to pay the price tag for what he's asking for. He's mm-hmm. one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and it's going to cost you a couple of firsts. So, Twitter, Dave, let's let's go into that. I think that's kind of where you're going too. So, if I'm with you, look, they the Saints just won a game with three plays, gaining not 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 like the pass being further than nine yards, gaining nine yards. Like they didn't have a fourth play that gained twelve yards. (laughs) You had three plays the entire game, and they won. So Twitter Dave, do you not put maybe your trust in Sean, the offense, and all that, and maybe not go the route of throwing away three first-round picks, or not throwing away, but using three first-round picks and and things of that nature. I, I'm kind of leaning to that right now, Twitter Dave, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can see, I can see what you're saying, absolutely. But I mean, um, uh, they're they're all. I think there's uh, quarterbacks like. Uh, Carr is not going to be there next year. Uh, it's uh, Ian uh, Ian Rappaport uh, reported uh, something like that on a uh, DP show. Yeah, uh, it, it's going to be quarterbacks out there, and we, of course we were five and two. I believe that was what we were when Jamison was in. You know, I mean he he wasn't he wasn't throwing uh, you know like this over the top thing, but I like his consistency that we found with him. You know, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Um, the other thing about it uh, is that the Saints, as far as talking about this year goes, uh, Minnesota, okay, this is a two-horse uh, uh, field now at this point. Saints, Minnesota for the last spot. Minnesota's playing, uh, let's see, uh, they're, they're playing Rams, Green Bay, Chicago. They're losing one of them games. Saints went out, they get in the playoffs. That's as simple as that. You know, That's the way I, I read right. this. We're playing what? I think we have uh, Miami. Atlanta and uh, I don't know if it's in the water exact, but Miami, uh, Atlanta, and uh, Carolina. Carolina is not the same team we played the first week of the year. Right. That is obvious. No, there's no uh, doubt about Atlanta it. Atlanta would be a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, we're just not playing well against Atlanta this year. And and and, and Miami, uh, I just I like our defense against that quarterback. Uh, yes, I, we have trouble with uh, scrambling quarterbacks, but who doesn't? You know. Um, you know, I just, I think, uh, they, 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 uh, they went out, they went, they get the, uh, that spot in that playoffs and, and it'd just be fun to see them in there. Cause I mean, I, I, I don't like, the, uh, the playoffs without the Saints in it. So that's just the way I feel. Yes. It's going to hurt our, our draft pick or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, I think we've done well over the years. You, you know, this 
that we do uh, pretty well, especially when we had uh, one or two drafts where we really did well, and we we were a top team. So I just I just wanted out of uh, for my holiday wish, I want to see the Saints in the playoffs, regardless if we're the last spot, and you know and that's just what I want. You know, I mean, it's been a hard year, and for them to get into the playoffs after all the stuff that's happened to us this year. That would, I don't know, it just made me feel better about him. Uh, I don't know how you feel, though. What do you think? No, I'm with you. I mean, it's, we were talking about yesterday. Um, that even last week, you had some people calling. And again, I, I I understand the notion of trying to improve your, your team via the draft pick. But your culture and the way you've been built is to win and you want to be this winning organization, which is what they are. I mean, again, that's why yesterday I spent so much time on the show, just absolutely trying to emphasize what you saw on Sunday. I mean, that that was a team that, I mean, no one was going to give much of an opportunity or chance to win. Uh, And, and they didn't have their head coach, didn't have their starting tackles and, They still found a way to win. You don't do that if you're not built a certain way, structured a certain way, and and have the right people in place. The Saints aren't that far away. They really aren't. Um, So when you think about it, so they're right there. I mean, they just got to tinker here and there, find the player here or there, figure out who your quarterback's going to be, and then move on. And then I, cool. I think you're you're right back in it, Twitter Day. So I'm with you. I absolutely want a postseason for the holidays. I want to be talking Sunday night, tweeting Saints are in on Sunday, January 9th. It's the day of the last game. I think it will take until Sunday, January 9th, to find out if the Saints are in or not. I want I want you to the rest of the listeners listeners to give your honest answer. Do you want him back, our number one uh, receiver? Do you honestly want him back? Michael Thomas? Yes. I mean, come, I, do, you, do you see what you have? <laughs> I get it, but I feel like we can improve by using him as leverage versus uh, to get a, uh, if y'all truly want to I don't Look, he, here's the thing. Leverage. I don't disagree that you, you may feel that way in a certain aspect of it. The problem is this, Twitter, Dave. What are you getting for him? You understand what I'm getting We're at? To, I mean, if you're it's not sort of stick with Winston. You have to have something. No, no, no. I understand, but what what I'm saying is, to trade <clears> something, you need to have value, right? It's the same thing. Like when the report came out last week from Zion, we got a few calls. Just trade him. Like I hear you. What are you getting for him? Because if you're an opposing team, I I haven't seen Michael Thomas since he broke the record three seasons ago. This would be the third season removed. You understand what I'm saying? He's been hurt the last two. Hurt last year. Didn't play this year. When I see him step onto the field in August in a preseason game, that will be his third season since breaking the record. I don't know about you. I ain't offered anywhere near one, two, or three for him. If I'm another team, I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's fast. I don't know if he can cut. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. So if I can't get a one or a two, I'm absolutely in a better position by keeping him because I need a receiver. Like I, I, I don't have an NFL caliber quality. I love Callaway. He made some nice plays. He's a good two or three, maybe a three, right? Traquan. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a three. You know, uh, yeah, I love Traquan. Nice guy. 
it doesn't it hadn't worked I out. Like I like I but Thomas can get open. I mean, the guy last year hurt had two games where he caught eleven passes with Taysom Hill. I mean, I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So, Taysom Hill found him 11 times, <laughs> twice last year. So, give me a NFL caliber quarterback with that guy. It's going to help everything else. And then if he doesn't want to be here or you want to move on from him, that's fine. I got to get him on the well, field, though. You know, does that make sense? Like, I don't have any know, value. You should have known better. Knowing who his uncle is, you know, we should have known better that uh, this was coming. You know, honestly, uh, it just, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's been, a, since he's been paid, maybe it's the injuries that's bothering me, but I just feel like uh, there's certain things he could have done uh, in the beginning of the year that could have, I don't know, made, it made me feel a little bit better about this situation, you know, but he, yeah, he chose to go on a different path and it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. That's all, you know? No, man, look, I, I, he, I, I can understand where you're coming from. I can understand where you're coming from, but sort of like with the Zion thing, where there's a lot of fans that sell the franchise, trade him, he's this and that. You know what's going to fix everything? His first ten reception game back that leads to a win, and for Zion, when he actually comes back on the court and drops thirty, you know, I mean, I just like, and I don't mean pounds, like thirty point game, you know, <laughs> like, like that's going to help the narrative, and it's going to shape the way people feel differently. But until it happens, I understand. Twitter, Dave, I do. Yeah, you know, as far as Zion goes, because I'm not, a, I don't follow him like you do. Mm-hmm. But I did follow him the first time he went to New York, and that was enough to tell me, uh, yeah, what's going to happen in a couple of years. That was, that was, I've never seen that man smile more the first mm-hmm. time he played in New York. Let's just be honest, you know. Uh, he, he, that man was smiling from ear to ear. He loved it. He loved it, and. And he's never wavered, you know. Mm-hmm. Just being honest, and Twitter, uh, Dave. I just don't feel like. What's Go that? Ahead. No, it's, I I want to play something before I get out of here. Go ahead. I just uh, yeah, I'm just gonna let you go now. But I just want I I wanted to get uh, I didn't get a call in yesterday because you know, uh, you know, crushed the phone, <laughs> yeah. uh, the phone yeah. line with the construction crew. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say, brother, uh, good show, and I'll give you a show back another time. I appreciate it, man, and congr- and thank you to the construction crew that fixed or the phone company, somebody that fixed the phone lines, man, and got us working uh, for sure. Appreciate that as well. Uh, I, w- I do want to play this because we were talking about this, uh, and I found it very interesting. So last night the Raiders do win, and, man, I- it stinks. I love Nick Mullins. He went to Southern Miss. I thought he did some nice stuff at San Francisco. He's a nice backup, and they were up 14-13. Had a chance to win the game. Derek Carr throws a bomb. It's intercepted. Browns have it. 238 or so left. And then they absolutely played to not lose the game. They ran the ball very easily under where you got just predictably. That's the word I was trying to come up. Um, it was just bad. They punt. Derek Carr leads them down the field for the game winning field goal. Afterwards on the NFL network, he's talking post game. 
Listen to this. Big win. You guys are still in the playoff hunt. Just how important was this? Well, you know, uh, you know, pregame shows and all those kind of things are on, and they're playing in my future and playing everybody's future already. And, uh, you know, I don't think that we're done yet. You know, we have a long way to go. Uh, we haven't been perfect, but we're still in it. And as long as we have a chance, you still have to put the ball down and play. Uh, I'm just thankful for that opportunity that we're in December and we're still playing meaningful games. Oh, Big win. there you go. You don't think these players know what are on these pregame shows. But, again, what if he is available? What do you do with the Saints the way they're playing? I don't know, man. I, I am leaning towards the, I'm not willing to just go ahead and quickly say, here's three first-round picks. I don't think the Saints are that far away. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Happy holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year, and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all-new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside, but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa, or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh, but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. If you are drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of the special IRS tax programs that are available and will free you from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardships consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, or you even have years of unfiled tax returns... There's no need to live in fear, but you have to call the Community Tax Helpline. Do not take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even go after your Social Security check. Call Community Tax today, 800-375-2621. To end your tax troubles, call now at 800-375-2621. Get a free consultation. Call 800-375-2621. That's 800-375-2621. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. Jack, I see you in the on-deck circle, sir. We're coming to you here quickly after Shane gives us his thoughts. How are you, buddy? Hey, what's going on today, Goose? Not much, man. Counting down the days to this weekend, sir. How are you? Oh, pretty good. I'm on... a couple of years ago when, when Alvin Gentry was the coach with the Pelicans, and I listened to Matt. I've been listening to Matt since the day he started on the radio, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a word that he used, a moratorium, where we don't, didn't, he wouldn't talk about Alvin Gentry at all. <laughs> right. And that's that's what I would want to do with Zion. Yeah, I, I don't agree. want to speak on Zion until yeah. you set foot on the court. If you don't set foot on the court, I'm not speaking your name. We've gotten tired of hearing scans and shots 
and he's close, and yep. we're going to check him in three weeks and yep. four weeks. When he gets on the court, then we talk about Zion. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we're going to roll like we're rolling, and let the chips fall where they may. Because it's, the medical the medical stuff is just it's, it's too much for me. We got, well, we got Not just that, Shane. I also think, and that's why you heard me last week say it, it's got to be a mindset, right? It's got to be an approach, how you how you go about it, too. From, from a team standpoint, from a Willie Green standpoint, from a, hey, okay, well, is it going to be a week or two? Is it going to be two weeks? All right, can we just get through November? Can we just get – you know what I'm getting at? And at some point, right. those players are in the same boat. I mean, it's the same thing with me. It's sort of like Jordan telling me, okay, I'll be here Wednesday, and it's Friday, and it's next Monday. And I'm, well, okay, well, just let me know when are you actually going to come so I can sort of – you know, playing the show and stuff. I mean, like, you have to have an idea. So I think right. hearing four to six weeks actually helps this team. Because, as right. you're saying, Shane, I'm not even worried. Like, I'm not even talking about him. I mean, I, I, if, right. if I see him tonight sitting at the arena, great. If not, great. Like, I, what, what do I need to do with the guys that are in front of me to get in? Because I can right. promise you, if I'm not trying to do everything there, by the time six weeks come, you're going to be 15 games out of 10 spots. So I actually right. think it was almost a welcome sense of news. Obviously, you want him on the court. And as I exactly. look at it, man, what was it? It's 20, it was 29 games at the time. Yeah, I wrote it down. And, and it's going to be 23 games out of the All-Star break if he doesn't come back until the All-Star break. And between the 27th and the All-Star break, Shane, you actually have some time. The 27th is a Thursday. That would be six weeks from the Thursday that we talked about the news. You still have February right. 3rd, February 10th. These are Thursdays. February 17th, the All-Star break is Sunday the 20th. So you would have three additional weeks. So if he takes six right. weeks to, all right, now we can ramp him up. He has three weeks to either get in shape or ramp up all the ramping you need. And then he can play the first game out of the All-Star break on the 22nd. So that's yes, a lot of time. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Right. Go and get if he healthy. Can't get, if, he can't be healthy, if he can't be healthy by then, I mean, you just, just well, shut him down. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. If you're yeah. at the All-Star break and that guy is still, you know, we can't run, dude, I'll see you next year, and then I might have to start worrying about some other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. I mean, go get healthy. I mean, I, I need. Can, can you at least be healthy enough to come back and do that? Um, by that time, because again, it would be essentially nine weeks from the all-star break. That, that's an awful long right. time. Yeah, that's a long time. And I'm with, um, I heard you talking about Rogers and give, give me James. Give me another, give, You're going me with James. James to try. If, okay. if he, if he's healthy, give me James for a one year deal, approve it. You know, we don't need, we don't need to spend capital to get. Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or, or anybody mm. else, we got to try to save this capital and build a roster around there. And I think Jameis is is just as capable to do the things that uh, Russell Wilson does. Maybe not decision making as far as Aaron sure. Rodgers. But, yeah, but we don't know, right? Biggest, and that's the thing, Shane, because right. we don't know because he didn't have a full season under Sean. Right. Um, and the other aspect of it too, obviously, we're seeing it, it wasn't just him. He's got no one to throw the ball to. I mean, let's be honest. And so you're, right. you're, you're severely de- de- deficient in the receiving core. Your tight ends have given you nothing in the passing game. And I'm not picking on Juwan Johnson and Trump, but seriously, 
You cannot tell me that that is up to par with your Kelsey's and, you know, your other teams do that legitimately have tight end as a weapon in this league. It is not a weapon Trouten, for the New Orleans Saints. Did so, Trouten even play Sunday? Trout, he did. You didn't see him drop the ball? <laughs> he had two targets. He caught one. He dropped I another think, key I think, one. I think I blocked him 82 out of my mind completely. So maybe on the plays. You just saw it and your brain went. You just saw it and your brain went. Shane, you didn't see it. You oh, didn't yeah, see I it. I just blocked him out. <laughs> I just blocked him out completely. Yeah, look, I mean, that's going to get upgraded. I just... I, that's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Look, I, I, I would rather use that first round pick on a receiver. I'd rather use right. that first round pick on maybe some help. I mean, what am I doing with Armstead? I love him when he's healthy. Um, but I got, yeah. I got, am I ready to invest in a 30, 40, 50, 60 mil or do I go get a tackle? It, it, I, I don't know. I just, I, I can find something to do right now with this team with the first round pick, if that makes any sense. Because again, yeah. depending yeah. on where I'm at, there might be a quarterback, you know. Do I like Ian Book that much? I don't know. I, I just does anybody so, want to? Does anybody want to take Andrew's feet? We can, we can, we. Oh. I'm, I'm willing to uh, package <laughs> Andrew's feet for the pot of jambalaya and gumbo, and anybody you just take him and give me anything you want back. I got you, you just take that seventy five and just take him away from us, please. Thank you, Shane, for the phone call. <laughs> that is literally right, one of the reasons. Christmas, but I'll talk to you again. Happy holidays to you as well, man. Merry Christmas to you as well. I, I, uh, it's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to Jack on Saturday. I know about you. Do you have a do you have a dish on, on Christmas Day that that's a staple? My, mine's definitely gumbo. Dad makes a great gumbo. Took up from my aunt Rita, um, so now he does it. It is literally like I don't. I don't know why we're, he's cooking a turkey. I'm smoking a turkey. I'm smoking. I don't know why I'm doing all of that. I literally could eat gumbo all day. And on Saturday, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be full. You're going to have to roll me. I can't wait. Do you have something you can't wait to eat Saturday? Mom makes a, uh, she makes a ground meat and um, uh, dressing that she Ooh. puts in um, in peppers that I like. But, Ooh. yeah. Oh, some and, stuffed and, peppers. And, and, okay. And, Right, and the um, you know, and the, and the turkey gravy is always good with rice. But you know, but, but hey, Gus, I was I was listening to uh, the Dennis Allen interview before. Yeah, is it me or or has, does he have a uh, Sean Payton's cadence down perfectly? I mean, it's a different voice, but yeah, that yes. is it, it, it. Well, it, to 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 be a member of the New Orleans Saints staff, uh, you have to start with look. Look is first, okay? You have to say, look, let's let's see if he does it. I know how many he says it. Um, look, I, I, there we go. There's one. <laughs> look, right? Let's see. Uh, how about not allowing snaps in the red zone? Um, no, look. There I'm, is another one. <laughs> so look, I mean, it's, just so you, it's, it's a prerequisite to be a, a member of the New Orleans Saints. You have to do what Sean does. Look, I mean, Taysom Hill does it too. So it's, you can tell Sean does a lot of talking in that building. It, 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 I tell you what, it's, it, he's got everybody locked up. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, Gus, I um, I was the well. First of all, the, the guy who was talking about Michael Thomas. Um, okay, even if like I agree with you, I don't think at this point you could find anybody to give you a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. You know, considering like you said, he hasn't really played in three years. But but even if you could, I think there would be a pile of dead money that would 
you know, go to, well, with the 60 game that they already yeah. have, that I don't think would be good for the Saints. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. But, uh, but, but Gus, I enjoyed the game Sunday night. Um, I love CD Deuce. I love I love watching Tom Tom Brady lose his mind. Mm-hmm. That was fun, and, and 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 as far as the broadcast team to continually saying that he lost his his weapons, I know he, he lost he, I know. he lost some great he lost some great receivers. He did. However, the guys who were still on the field were better than who the Saints have. Right. Okay, he, he has right. he has three he has three quality tight ends on that roster that were still in the game. Also. Uh, I can't remember their names. The kid from Minnesota, number 18, Johnson, and, and 10. Both of those guys are still good players, okay? Better than anybody the Saints suit up. So I don't want to hear that. If it's all about, you know, Jesus Brady, then he should have been able to do that in that situation. <laughs> the problem is that when he sees black and gold, he seems yeah. to melt. Yeah. So, I, Like know. I said, it's the right matchup. You have the right. It, it's sort of like in the past, you know, where we talk Pels. I mean, it. There's certain teams that are just like, man, they just don't match up well against them, <laughs> you know, and, and just right. they, they just don't match up well against the Saints because I think they got the cornerbacks to match up with their receivers. Their D linemen can rush without blitzing. It allows athletic linebackers like Demario Davis. Look, I, I'll say this. Not having Quan Alexander last year in the playoff game killed the Saints. I, I said it the second Quan got hurt. I said, uh-oh. Teams are absolutely carving up the Saints up the middle. Quan's a big difference maker. I mean, like, you know, and look, what did they do this year? They went and got Pete Werner. They went and got Quan Alexander. Caden Ellis has made. They have made sure to find Demario some help on that side and that part of the field because when they didn't have it last year, vaya con Dios. I mean, it, you could not stop teams, you know? No, I agree. Yeah. And, and, and Gus, I was the one who called last week, and I didn't say they should lay down. I don't. Ex- I would never expect. Mm-hmm. I would never expect Sean Payton's team to do. Oh, that. I wouldn't just no. do. There was a lot of different guys that just were saying, "Hey, look, I mean, you know, let's pick in the top ten and stuff like that." I'm like, "Look, here's the thing. I the, the history on this team is they move up. I mean, the, the history is they they try to move up to go get J.C. Horn this year in the top five. I mean, they they've moved up to go get Davenport. They they move up. So move up." You know, I mean, if there's somebody you think they can go help you, go move up. In the meantime, go in and get in the playoffs. Right, but but I, I'm just looking at this, I'm looking at this offense. Do mm-hmm. I really think they can get to the, get to the Super Bowl? Yeah. I do not. Yeah. But I didn't no, think I they could beat either. I didn't think they could beat the Bucks last week. Yeah. I just think it, for this season they would have been better off not to play make the playoffs. But but if if that that other guy's premise is right, I really haven't looked at the playoff situation. If it's just between uh, the Saints and Minnesota. Minnesota's soft, and he's right. I don't think they beat the Rams, and they they, they don't they don't beat the uh, Packers either. Mm-hmm. Especially if the Packers have anything to play for, if they're still playing for that spot. Yeah. So um, I think the Saints probably do, because man, you, you saw what Tua did against the Jets' defense. I'm sure he'll he'll throw the Saints a few interceptions. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how this is going to go on Sunday. They've won six straight. You know, at some point, the, the law of averages, right, the the laws here, they, they're going to have to have a bad game one way, shape, or form, right? Uh, so we'll see. As a matter of fact, that coming up at 145, Superfan Roy is going to chime in, and uh, he's been waiting for this week. He's ready to go. <laughs> and uh, believe me, he's going to tell us all about the Dolphins and how good they are. So it's coming, Jack, in 15 minutes. Well, gosh, 
you and the family have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too, man. Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, Quick break. We come back. Jimmy, I'll go to you here as well. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S., and screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. Even if it doesn't run in your family, most often colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested. Because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. All right, Jimmy, we'll hear from you, sir. And then head coach Kenny Farrell will join us about the big news over in FIFA, perhaps. And uh, Super Dolphin fan Roy will join us at 145. Somebody go ahead and give uh, head coach Kenny Farrell a buzz as he is uh, available and free. He was going to come in the studio and he forgot about us. No, anyway, he's got something to do, but he can join us via phone. So, Jimmy, I'll chat with you. So, coach gives us a call here. What you got, man? Hey, guys. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, good. Uh, hoping to go to the Pelicans game tonight. They mm-hmm. got uh, $3 tickets right now for uh, Damian Lillard. I actually remember sitting by his dad once during that playoff run where uh, Drew Holiday went off and locked down Lillard. Man, his dad was pissed off. He kept telling me to sit down, taking it all out on me for what Drew Holiday did to his son. Anyway, uh, I think I heard Larry Holder on earlier, right? No, he he he, uh, he wasn't on. Okay, okay. I was just remembering, man. You might not remember this, but a long time ago on your other show with him, yeah, we all some of your listeners and you and him, we all got on that Mardi Gras float on the West Bank on oh, Chalk yeah. Talk. Yeah. You remember? <laughs> that was about ten years ago, man. Dude, I anyway, look, that. look. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? I remember yes. you said it had an open invitation. Yeah, cheap. Come get on our float, 
and the sports hangover float, and it was I was fun, one of them. You know, my parents live that off was, of uh, off of Carol Sue, so that was one of the final per, you know times that they, they actually had parades down there. Yeah, on yeah the Terry Parkway route. Yep. Yeah. Um, any, anyway, football related, Taysom Hill related uh, comment. You know, he's now five and two as a starter, Gus. I know that mimics uh, Jameis Winston's starting record uh, with the Saints uh, before he got hurt. Now, granted, is you know they obviously ran him in on some level, but the thing about him, Gus, is this: mm-hmm. when you see blood and the grass stains all over his jersey at the end of the game. You know, I know it sounds like some kind of Dick Buckus, uh chunky suit commercial or something, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's inspiring. And the other players see it. You see how hard he runs. And in the open yep. field, any linebacker doesn't want to go toe-to-toe with Taysom. You combine that with Kamara, and this the way this offensive line, the way we've drafted our offensive line, albeit some of them are still hurt, have been hurt, we are set up to run the ball. And manage the clock, especially with this lack of wide receiver play and Troutman not turning out to be the player we had hoped at tight end. You know, it's just, and, and I, it's crazy to me. I hear people, Gus, say, oh, well, you know, we, we should probably try Simeon. You know, he, he basically beat the Bucks the first time, and I'm like, no, he was 0-4 as a starter, and he's a backup, and um, he's, Gus, he's that guy, he's like a, picture yourself being single again, or me being single again, and mm-hmm. It's your wing. You got a wingman, either Taysom Hill or Simeon. Simeon is the guy who's who's up against the wall at the boot, drinking a beer up against his chest. Well, what's your what's your major? Doing nothing. It's total lame, lame, lame. And Taysom's out there making moves, and it wasn't pretty. He didn't dominate, but that first quarter against the Bucks the other night, guys, I think he did. He threw some pretty good passes, mm-hmm. and uh, I do think he's going to get us to the playoffs. We got to ride Taysom. Until he gets, the thing that's going to up, up and taste him more than anything else will be an injury because of his style of play. But like I said before, I saw blood all over his pants. Right, he's got bruises and blood all over his arms every game. This guy plays with every ounce. No, I do. Fiber oh, look, I, I, I'm with you, Jimmy. I got to get to Coach Kenny Farrell here, but I, I, I think there's no doubt that he's an asset on this team. Is he an NFL starting quarterback that you think? can compete with elite-level starting quarterbacks. I think that's the key. Whoa, what just happened? All the lines went away. Uh, buddy, go ahead and try coach there as all the – oh, is he there? Nope, Kenny just said he got cut off. Um, all right, so – but the point is that I, I think that's the decision that needs to be made, and I think there's certain things that you see that are positive. And, yeah, I, I don't know if he would be different or better – if he had a starting tackles and two or three receivers and all of that. So that's what you have to decide. Coach, Coach Kenny Farrell, what's up? Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, thank you again for having us out to your, your coaching clinic, man. And the, 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 the pizza party afterwards, that was delicious. Having a good time with Carver. <laughs> Starting to teach him soccer, you know, at a different level, man. In the meantime, we had – a friendly that took place over the weekend, and you yeah. you actually thought it was something that was very beneficial for the U.S. in a one nothing win. Yeah, I, I just think in the overall preparation for the World Cup, it was an opportunity to play some players that would never get really a look at the international level, and you you also had players coming back from injury, and um, 
took advantage of an international weekend where there was no World Cup qualifiers on the line. I think it was a good move by the US to play the game. I'm glad they won it 1-0 very late on. But it gave us a chance to look at the likes of Jordan Morris, um, who's you know been out of the squad injured and stuff like that. So to see if it could work his way back into the squad. Because remember, we're you know it looks like we're going to qualify the way we're heading right now. Right. And, of course, we have to keep winning. There's some tough games ahead of us, and, and but we're in good position. And uh, when you finalize the squad for the World Cup, I'm not sure particularly what that date is right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometime in March. Um, you've got to cut it down to so many players. So it was a good chance to look at some players, see who could contribute. You had some players that have been playing regularly in the first team there. Zinnemann was there and the keeper, Turner, was there. So they'd be able to interact with some of the other players that came in, basically major league soccer players, um, that, that were able to come in and, and uh, get some uh, you know, some synergy going with those players. And, and just uh, I think it was very, very useful game. Very useful. And, and Coach, coming up here next month, which is not too far away, Going to have to wait through the month of January. But January 27th, you got El Salvador. And then on the 30th, it's Canada, sir. Those are two very big ones. And the last thing you want to do, as you mentioned, you think they're going to qualify. You don't want it to be left to March 24th, 27th, and 30th. Because the 24th is Mexico. The 27th is Panama. And the 30th is Costa Rica. You'd like to lock up a spot. Can they lock up a spot before March? Yeah, I think they can. I, th- I, I, I think it's coming together at the right time for the team and the coach. And uh, obviously the results are really important. And uh, You can't slip up against El Salvador. It's a must win. And then although Canada have been, you know, have been doing well and they're positioned really well mm-hmm. right now as well to, to, to look looking for a spot for the World Cup final, um, that would be a tough one. But if they take four points out of that weekend, I think we could we could feel good about going into the the final um, week of World Cup qualifiers in March. But we'll need to take four points, three from El Salvador, at least one from Canada. If we can come away with that the next time around, mm-hmm. I think we're looking really good for the World Cup. Speaking with head coach Kenny Farrell of New Orleans Jesters, wanted to get him on to talk a little bit about that friendly, but more importantly, what I saw this morning. I'm sitting here having my grits and, you know, and just trying to plan for the show. I'm like, well, well wait a minute. What's this biannual World Cup thing that's going on? And then I, I read the opening paragraph and – all I see at the very beginning, Coach, is uh, the president, uh, Gianni Infantino, yeah. saying, hey, mm-hmm. how does $4.4 billion in revenue sound? So, Coach, I don't even think this is a discussion. I mean, if you're going to show this to all these football powers and all the different federations and all the different countries and you're going to share $4.4 billion, we're about to see mm-hmm. a biannual World Cup, don't you think? Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, we thought we were going to see a Super League last year with Barcelona and Real Madrid and Manchester United and Liverpool. Right. The fans and everybody pushed back against it. Um, and they they backed off, uh, you know, for the time being anyway, producing a, a kind of a world Super League. Um, I don't think fans are going for this, to be honest with you. Now, money... Money speaks, right? Money talks. And uh, I think that they want to divert the money into uh, countries that need to develop more in stock, you know, soccer-wise right? Um, to get them up to the level of everybody else. But I really I – I don't know where this is going to end up. I think the value of the World Cup every four years is really important. A player has about three opportunities, four max, to get there, maybe even two, eight years. And it's such a – 
it's such a you know a fantastic event and the, and the most watched event in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you devalue it. For me personally, you would devalue it. But then also, what are they going to do with the African Nations Cup? And what are they going to do with the Euro Nations Cup? That right. happened in between the middle years. And what about the players? How many games are they going to have to play? Because they're playing so many games now anyway. And this, the World Cup is intense. It's five weeks of football if you make it to the final. But the first two to three weeks are, are bracket games. And then your preparation is, you know, the, the team gets together. I don't know how to fit it into the calendar. There's a lot of logistics to be worked out with that. But at the end of the day, money usually speaks. So maybe it will happen. I'm not a fan of it happening, to be honest. I think we have some great tournaments continentally. So the United States is split into, sorry, not the United States, World Soccer is split into six regions. And those regions in those off years always have their own uh, championship, which is very exciting to watch, whether it be CONCACAF, which we're in, mm-hmm. or whether it's you know Euros, or whether it's the African Nations Cup, or whatever part of the world it is, the six regions play off. So what are we going to do with those um, tournaments? And then when do the players get a rest? as well. Right now, there's very little rest for the best players in the world as it is because they play with the best teams that play in club tournaments, that play more games than anybody else because apart from their leagues, they're successful in cup tournaments and now the World Cup is around every two years instead of every four years. There's a lot to be worked out. So going back to my original thought, money usually talks, it may happen, but I think there's going to be some pushback on it and there's a lot to be worked out. I can read, and I can definitely see that this game apparently is one to watch here. Coming up at 2.30, Coach, before we let you go, Sevilla and Barcelona, why is there so much, uh, I guess, banter about this is a game you got to put on here in a little bit? Oh, well, look, you know, Barcelona themselves, they're, they're having a, such a bad year compared to usual. Um, they're always, they're always, you know, certainly for the last second or two, you know, the top club teams in the world, and they're going mm-hmm. through a very difficult time. Uh, obviously, they lost Messi this year, but he, he was aging a little bit, and it was time to change. But they're not the powerhouse that they used to be. There's, an awful lot, there's always an awful lot of interest in, in that game. And um, I just I just believe that, that a lot of people are interested in the Barcelona team right now and what direction it's taken. And can they be successful? Or are they not? They haven't qualified uh, to go through in the Champions League, so... So uh, there's a lot of interest in that right now, what's happening with that club. It's one of the great ones that are falling right now. Hmm. Interesting. Head coach Kenny Farrell. Sir, thank you again for the pizza party and a little soccer clinic, man, for the little one. And looking forward to talking a little bit more soccer here towards uh, in January as uh, the U.S. Right. national team get back into it. In the meantime, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, sir. And we will talk soon. All right. Take care. Yep, for sure. Head coach Kenny Farrell of your New Orleans gestures. Quick break. He's probably pacing. He's probably dressed in dolphin gear right now. It's Tuesday. The game's not till Monday. Super fan Roy of your Miami Dolphins. I'm giving him his own segment here. No one knows. There's no point in me calling anybody else about the Dolphins. He knows everything there is to know about him. He's going to tell us why the Saints are coming in to a beating in the Dome on Monday. So let's hear why he thinks that when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. My friends, it's Dana DeFran Freelu here. Just wanted to reach out to you that our and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. 
Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavalume. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Archie Manning here for Thibodeau Regional. In the Manning household, we're pretty serious about sports. And just like the team at the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, we're also very serious about sports safety. As the region's leader in first comprehensive sports medicine program, they've been in the game longer with certified athletic trainers, fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, and neuro-sports-trained experts. So play hard, play to win, but play it safe with the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional. Can we talk? Talk sports. Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. For Ruiz. Predicted a 17-0 season when I last talked to him back in September, but Roy, super fan of your Miami Dolphins, joins us. Roy, Rodeno? Is that your last name, Rodeno? Rondino, man. Rondino. Sorry, mispronounced it there. But Roy, um, you thought it was going to be an undefeated season. Things didn't start out well. One and seven. Since then, Miami's won six straight. What's the biggest reason why? Uh, we just got it. We got it on the right page. Uh, we started off wrong. Uh, coach fixed some things up. Our defense has been playing very, very, very well uh, since the last the last six weeks. And since that whole Deshaun Watson thing uh, has ceased for the time being, uh, our quarterback has been focused. It hasn't been a distraction, so it, which helps out a lot. I mean, he's he's doing okay, uh, but he's been very, 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 very efficient. I mean, he leads the league in. Completion percentage at sixty nine point nine percent, which is number one. So uh, he's doing a real, real good job lately. Um, last game he played pretty bad. Uh, I mean, admit to that. But mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's perfect. But he's doing um, he's doing a very, very good job the past six games. When you look at Tua, it, it was interesting because what was it, Roy? We talked about this the, the Thursday night game. Wasn't it the Thursday night game where? It was, he's not healthy enough to start, so they didn't start him. And then in the game, he had to come in because the other quarterback got injured. And then he led the, the, the game-winning drive and led to a win, and he's been playing ever since. I mean, you mentioned the Watson thing. What is the issue over there in Miami? What, why does it feel like the or, is the organization behind him or not? Is the coach behind him or not? Are the players behind Tua or not? The coach behind him, the player behind him, the owner's not. The owner's not. He was. It's just the owner. He's just not. I mean, Steve Ross is not really a, a 
football sense guy. Uh, but the coach believed in him. Now, uh, at first he was questionable, but now I believe the coach believes in him. Uh, he, uh, he's always going to say that's his quarterback. Uh, and 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 two has proven him wrong. Like even like yesterday, I mean he, the team's behind him. Even after he did that bull rush run against uh against the Jets, I mean usually a, a quarterback would easily just slide. He just mm-hmm. rolled him over like a running back, which is which is which is good. That's a good motivation that and the team was behind. Him. What kind of run game does Miami have? Well, now we uh, consider the fact that uh, Duke Johnson played real, real good. Um, we gonna and then uh, Philip Lindsay's gonna be back. Uh, our run game is gonna be real, real good uh, when it comes to playing the Saints, um, especially on offense. Um, at first, it was questionable because some games we weren't even running the ball enough. But this game, the last game, we ran the ball a lot. Uh, Duke Johnson had over 100 yards rushing. That was the first year. This was the first time we ran over 100 yards as a rusher, so he did real, real good. And after he did that, they signed him to a contract uh, to add the roster. So they was motivated by what he does. He's motivated by they giving him a chance to prove that what his worth is. So that was a good thing. And they have the team, team pumped up, ready to go, and uh, they taking we taking one game at a time. One game at a time. When you take a look at the Dolphins' receiving core here as well, I think there's something that, you know, Jalen Waddle, 849 yards, four TDs, perhaps not having that consistent quarterback or quarterback play. Is he the big receiving threat that the Saints secondary has got to worry about? Yeah, he's our, he's our number one receiver. It's not Devontae Parker. He's our number one receiver. Um, as you can see from last game, because two was so two was so used to throwing it to him, mm-hmm. like, Breeze is so used to throwing it to Michael Thomas. He was our number one. He's our number one receiver. It's not. It's not Devontae Parker. So um, uh, he's back. Uh, Devontae Parker's back. The, I think the the, the receiver called the worst signing we ever did off the offseason was signing Will Fuller. That was a bad. That was a bad choice. Let me ask you this: um, How do you think that matchup will go? I, I'm assuming what then Lattimore probably holds him. And look, Debo hasn't played bad either. Chauncey Garner Johnson, another. Solid DBs. How do you think, I guess, the Dolphin receiving core matches up with the Saints secondary? It's going to be a fight. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to kill them. But it's mm-hmm. going to be a fight. I mean, Saints have a good secondary. C.J. Gordon-Johnson, is he a, he's a dog. Him and uh, him and um, Lattimore together, they're, they're real, real good uh, one-two tandem. Uh, but I see more of C.J. Gordon-Johnson on, on – um, on Wilder more than uh more than uh Lattimore. Lattimore probably be on on Parker. But he's a uh he's John Gordon Johnson is a real real good uh player. Especially after the way he did to uh Tampa Bay. He's a, he's a real real good player. When you look at the uh I guess the breakdown before between these two teams, Dolphins averaging twenty points four points per game, the Saints twenty two point four points allowed per game, twenty two point three for the Dolphins, twenty point four by the Saints. You, you were telling me this morning that when you look at the Saints defense, they remind you of the Dolphins defense. Why would you say there's some similarities? Dolphins defense, uh, their run defense, uh, they average uh, 99 point yards a game. Saints run defense average 98 yards points a game. They both have a good secondary. Uh, we have a good front four with uh, Jalen Fields coming into his own, uh, Raquan Davis, uh, Christian Wilkins. He's no different from the Saints having uh, Marcus Davenport, which is real, real good. He's He's been playing. Mark Zappel's been playing real, real well, and uh, Cameron Jordan. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer defensive end. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna give. He's 
gonna give our we don't have the best offensive line, so he's gonna give our offensive line problems, really problems. So I'm not saying Saints is gonna like lay an egg, but it's gonna be a good game. But the game won't be over 40 points. It's not gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a low scoring game. So you think this game's gonna set back offense a, a couple of years? Huh? Is that what you're saying? It's gonna be like 17, 14, 17, 10, uh, 20, 17. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be that type of game. What are you willing to do here? I mean, you're dressed in dolphin gear right now, aren't you? I mean, it's game week for you the entire week, all seven days. Is that what you're doing? Oh, oh I'm, I'm in dolphin gear 24-7. Okay, I, I, I figured <laughs> 24/7. that. 24-7. I, I figured that. Now, you know a lot of people, Roy. A lot of people know you. Um, You know what's coming if the Saints win on Monday, right? Oh, I know. It's going to be like it's gonna be like Mardi Gras. They're going to be calling my phone, <laughs> blowing me up. <laughs> Blowing me up, excited. Mm-hmm. I'm here, who that nation, air all day, every day. Which, all day. I mean, they have the right to. They, they're excited. That's their team. They, and I'm happy. They're, they're, they're great fans. They're great fans. They love their team. Just like, just like I love mine. You do. I mean, you. I, I've told that to people. I mean, you are a super fan for a reason. You literally, you have season tickets, and you fly to Miami for every home game. Yeah, that's my, that's my team. That's okay. my team. That's my diehard team. Are you ready so, for Monday? Is, uh, Are you ready? Do you have do you have a special I'm, I'm, outfit for Monday? I am so ready for Monday. Oh yes, I'm ready. I am so ready for Monday. <laughs> I, it's like it's like my Christmas right now. Okay, and it's just like it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a heavyweight fight. It's gonna be that defense. Both defenses are gonna play well. I believe they're gonna play well. So um, it's just what quarterback's gonna play better? Either Taysom or a Tua. That's what you gotta look at. Who's gonna come up with a better game plan? Well. Is Sean Payton going to come with a better game plan or Coach Ford is going to come with a better game plan? Whoever is going to be playing, it's like they want to play chess, not check. So it's going to be right. a good It's going to be a good fight. Six straight wins for you, Roy. Beat the Texans 17-9, the Ravens 22-10, the Jets 24-17, the Panthers 33-10, the Giants 20-9, and you just beat the Jets 31-24. So that's your six games right there. And, and, At some point, keep you know, in mind in, okay. And keep in mind in that, in that six-game winning streak, our defense has been playing lights out, lights out. We've been, we've been top. We ranked uh, number seven in uh, rush defense, ranked number eight in pass defense. Our red zone defense is very, very well. Uh, Jalen Fields had six sacks in the last three or four games, so we do our defense is real, real good. And um, and Xavier Howard is proving why we he is that top corner that we that we that we have. All right, Roy Rodino. And we have, say and that right. Have a, that's right. Ron Dino. That's right, sir. Ron Dino. Okay. Well, thank you for calling, Superfan. And uh, well, you know, we're, we're going to hear from you on Monday, and we'll hear from you on Tuesday. You're either going to gloat or you're going to get it. One way, one way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's going to be fins up every day, all day. Fins up. There it is, Roy. Thank you for your time, man. Appreciate it. That's right. No problem. There, there he right. is. What do you think is going to be? Do you think it's going to be a, a big old offensive game or defensive laden game? Pretty even in the statistics category, I can tell you that right now. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Saints fans have kind of gotten used to some close games and some ugly offense. See what takes place in the Dome on Monday night. Still to come in hour number three, Eric Alexander. We'll go over some NFL storylines here as well with him. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. I'd like to carry more parts at my shop, but I just don't have the room. Every time I go in the back to get wiper blades, 
I trip over a dusty crate of Honda air filters, then bang my head on some GTO radiator hoses. eBay 